0: Listening to this episode of Two Heels on a Face Wrestling Podcast. A quick rundown of what you're about to hear. It is myself, Charlie, and Chris. We are stepping into what we like to call the buffet line. So we're going to compare our conversation and the agenda of our conversation to stepping into a buffet line, and we're going to hit every spot in that buffet line. We're going to hit the salad bar. We're going to hit the hot play, the entree section, maybe go for seconds or thirds in there, And then we're also going to hit some guilty pleasures at the end, which is the dessert. So it's a new structure and format we're trying out, and it plays along with our gimmick and how, why this podcast is created and just the way we think. So we're going to try it out. Hope you enjoy it. Really quick on Twitter at the number two heels in a face. We're on SoundCloud if you just search for two heels in a face and also on iTunes. So please show some love there. But most importantly, join the conversation on Twitter. And we just want to talk wrestling with you. Thanks.
1: How are we doing today? Doing alright. It's uh nice no, it's not that nice of a weather outside. It's it's rainy and gloomy, but it's it's a good day. It's a Saturday. hmm We're recording, we've been uh watching some wrestling, we had some food. Uh thanks for coming over, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you for your invite. You have a lovely home. And I'll be here for WrestleMania in That's a week. Right. So we're gonna be seeing a lot of each other. Put a lot of good two heels in a face promotional plans in the work today. <laughs> did that for about two hours and then ate some pizza and watched nxt so right it's been a great day thus far so a lot of cool stuff coming from your boys over here at two heels and a face podcast and speaking of heels faces so we're going to get into a little segment action trying a few new things out and we think the listeners will like it uh, so the first segment is top two heels and fate and one face so we're each going to go through doesn't have to be current Mm -hmm. We're each going to go through two heels that have stuck out to us, and then one baby face. Um, So I'm going to let you start with whatever one you want to start with.
1: Alright, we'll start with... um, uh, I'll I'll go with the face. Okay. Uh, Right? and So yesterday I got to go to a freelance show. Yeah. uh, At Logan Square Auditorium here in Chicago, Illinois. And the main event was Matt Money Cage uh, versus... um, GPA for the title, for the main title. yes and this is freelance wrestling. Yeah, freelance wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know uh, that Matt Kate. I don't know why. Um, I just know that he's retiring from the business. He's leaving wrestling. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and actually saw another event that it's coming up for um, his like retirement match or whatnot. So he's leaving the business or whatnot. Uh, at the end of the match, he didn't. He doesn't win, Matt doesn't win um, but sugar D comes in and cuts a really heartfelt promo about how he struggled on his way up and kind of encouraging Matt not to give up not to quit to keep going because he loves this business just the way he does oh, um, okay and I am giving him the the, the, the face uh, sugar D uh, he's like really like the whole um, promo was emotional. Yeah, and you could see that it also got to Matt. Like you see him kind of like. Did he break kayfabe uh, a little bit? Uh, no, he he didn't. Well, okay. he well because he know he knows he's leaving. Like right. there's no kayfabe in there. Like okay. everybody's aware okay. of that. Um, but he you know he took on the heel role during the match. He's a big heel anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, but you saw a sensitive sensitive side of him okay. when Sugar D was cutting his promo, and uh. That's why I'm going with uh, with Chiggy D as as the face. As the face. Yeah, um, he he definitely almost brought him to tears. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Trying to convince him to stay. Almost. Yeah, yeah, to stay, mm-hmm. to keep okay. going. And th- I'm gonna this this is gonna take me to the heel side, right? Okay, let's hear it. Where, so one of my heels is Matt Cage. Okay. And that is because, so he's you know taking it in. He's sobbing, almost crying. Um, but then he, you know, goes right back into his ke- into his uh heel character. Nice and low blow Sugar D, kick to the nuts. <laughs> oh man, uh, kick to the nuts. Like nobody was, you know, saw it coming because everybody was like really inspired. You know, in freelance, if you remember that uh, previous show we attended to, they're accustomed to like near. You know, I don't know if it happens on main events or whatnot. It's just my second show there, but people start banging on the mats. Yeah. On, on the mat of the ring. On the mat of people, the ring. People surrounding our guardrail. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. people are banging on the mats, like, uh everybody's like cheering Shigadee and, and, and like acknowledging that he's making good points. Uh cheer people are cheering for uh Cage to not leave the business or whatever. Yeah. Uh but you know, sure enough, turns, you know, his heel on and you know, low blows Shigadee. So that's why Matt is one of my heels. Ruthless. Yeah. Ruthless. And last but not least, uh, the other heel that I that I have on my list is Abyss. Yes. <laughs> Alright. Let's talk about this man. So, <laughs> we talked about him briefly on, uh, on our previous podcast, uh, re- recapping the AEW show, Homecoming, and how he interferes every match, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, you just hate the motherfucker. <laughs> and... <laughs> To but, put it plainly. Right. So, and, um, during the week, I think I sent, uh, you, you and Jim a text, I believe a screenshot of, uh, somebody made a, like posted a picture of Abyss and made a comment saying, um, can we sign a petition for AW to keep, keep this man out? Right? <laughs> yes, like, yes. so his heat is for real. Like people don't want him around. He interferes in every match. And, uh, so that's why, uh. Abyss and Matt are the two heels, and Sugar the, the face.
0: I think that's the ultimate level of heel you're trying to achieve, is where the people of the show don't even want you there. Uh-huh. Not that they don't want you wrestling in the ring, but you can't even get into the building yeah. type of heat. Mm-hmm. So, I would have to agree with that, yeah. So, what do you got? Um, for heels, I have Ethan Page, All Ego. Ah, okay. I just think he's... I see him getting uh, just booked a lot more places. I would go see him again. Yeah. He's, it's gotten to the point where if I see him on a card, I'll research that card mm-hmm. to see if it's near us, if we can go to it, etc. And he's coming out with a lot more... He's, uh, he's. I'm a big content guy, and he's stepping up his content game. Yeah he's coming out with all these YouTube videos and stuff just kind of detailing him and um he's
1: definitely come a long way.
0: Yeah, he has come a long way. I could see I think that he has the type of charisma to make it in the WWE if he wanted to. Like I think the I, charisma I think piece is to. there. I yeah. think I've
1: heard a few um interviews with him where that that's his goal. Mhm. Um but yeah, he's a great heel.
0: I could see him doing some real snarky, you know, self- um, not self-deprecating, but just very uh, standoffish type mm-hmm. of heel work in the WWE, and in although, and it, it it they'll have to censor him, but I think he's good enough to the point where he doesn't need to um, use swear words or anything like that to like draw heat. He's mm-hmm. just very condescending, is the word I'm looking for. Very condescending. Um, for the other heel, I'm gonna say Pete Dunne. Okay. So interesting. Yes. So rumors of a uh, Triple H faction happening after Mania. Mhm. Triple H, Owens, Joe, and Pete, Dunn. Pete Dunne.
1: Yes. There was a there was already a, like a tag team uh, or six-man tag, right? At a house show. Yeah, so a Elijah. couple weeks ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was
0: Triple H, Owens, and Joe. And there were, and Joe and Owens are working together on Raw now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Because um, there, Joe is wrestling Jericho, and uh, no one says a feud with Jericho, so... I think that there is a lack of really good factions, and I don't want it to be another corporate. I don't want to go through the corporate...
1: corporation. Just th- you just want a good faction, heel faction. Yeah,
0: yeah, Another the cor- What did they call them? The authority. Authority. The mm-hmm. authority, yes. I don't want to go through another authority cycle. I don't. I want a heel stable that is threatening, that can win matches clean. If this is too much to ask clean? for clean like but it's a heel faction so they can't like you know you can win dirty you don't have to let me let me rephrase that you don't have to win every single match clean mm-hmm. but the most the most a dominant
1: faction yes right? the most dominant
0: yeah. heels are heels who can just turn it on if they need to and be people clean mm-hmm. i feel that joe can be that heel i know okay. i know i've talked about this before with um uh, jim jim and matt mm-hmm. our wrestling friends I feel that Joe can be a heel because in WWE you de- they demasculize. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if that's the right word, but they strip the masculinity of some of these heels sometimes and make them look cowardly. Right.
1: You, you you tone them down a little yeah. bit. Yeah,
0: you, you take away that
1: edge. at yes. points.
0: Yeah, right. And that's what makes them a heel, right? Mm-hmm. So with the AJ Styles thing, okay, you couldn't beat Cena without the club. Was mm-hmm. the and he did, uh, I believe so, but. I want. I would like a. I would just like a heel that can beat people clean when he needs to, and you. Do, you just don't have to have give him any help in any way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the Bray Wyatt thing. Bray Wyatt right. would get when he was with the Wyatt family. We get he his, lost a lot. He did lose a lot. He did lose a lot, but he would get his heat because his friends would help. Mm-hmm. So I think Joe can be that heel where he can just dominate babyfaces, and it can be. He can be known as a dominant heel force pair him with triple h who's the, one of the greatest heels of all time kevin owens who is becoming that and then i think pete dunn is the perfect cherry on top from what i've seen from him yeah i think he has the perfect look for it he looks like he looks like a potential bully in grammar school or high school okay I see but that. he doesn't look he's not your jock type of bully uh-huh. because although I, I wouldn't say he's a bad looking guy but I think he he has almost these facial features. He's got a little bit of acne, which mm-hmm. is fine. I mean, I'm nah. not I'm not dissing him in any way. I think it's adding to his character as a factor. Yeah, to it say. gives
1: it. So this whole faction, basically uh, that you're describing, is more of a everyday man, tough man type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we think of so I was trying to you know think back into um, was it legacy. Yes, not, not with like, Orton. Well that legacy and then uh the one I'm thinking of was Ric Flair. Oh evolution. Evolution, right. Yes, yes. So you had you know you had Ric Flair, you had Batista, you had Triple H, Randy Orton. Yeah. Like right. So that's like the total opposite, but in the same heel uh realm. Yeah, like you're scared of these heels. These uh-huh. aren't
0: your wussy heels. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um this is yeah, this is the group that you see in the high school hallway and you're you're afraid that they're gonna they're gonna try to beat up you or your mm-hmm. gang, your gang of uh, of of clowns or uh, your buddies, whatever. So I just think he'd be the perfect and he, and you're right to the point of evolution. He's well Owens <laughs> is, is the future as well, but you have the past which is now Triple H. Mm-hmm. He was the present when the first evolution was there, and the past was Ric Flair. So the past would now be Triple H. I guess the present would be Owens, and in the past it was Batista and Orton. So the pre- or the present could be Owens and Joe, right? And then the future could be Pete Dunne. So mm-hmm. you still have all four people too, and you still have all those elements there. And I really liked what Pete Dunne did in the WWE Championship, the UK Championship the UK, tournament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were all they were all lining up. They are all lining up on the front of the stage, and they were announcing that these were the competitors to make it into day two of the tournament and Pete Dunn knew who he was going to wrestle and he just attacked the guy. Mm-hmm. He attacked the guy, injured him and then into the ma- and when the match came he played into that injury and hurt, I think his name was Sam Blackwell or saying. Sam Gradwell, something of that hurt it, kept working on his back that he already pre-injured mm-hmm. and won the match that way. So uh, I just think he's new and fresh and he's my second heel. And moving on to the face, Ruby Riot, aka Heidi. Sally Stitches, aka oh, right. <laughs> Heidi Lovelace, right. appeared on NXT. She's our girl from AEW, mainly freelance. AEW, right? Yep. That's
1: where we mm-hmm. see most of her matches.
0: Yep. And I'm just really happy for her. Her hard work is paying off. It's the same indie story that a lot of people go through, but you should we should appreciate it every time, right? I think although she looks that she could be part of sanity as i said earlier <laughs> uh-huh. she's got a very dark look i think it's all
1: it's almost she's attractive but her in her own special way you know did, did you catch mm-hmm. the promo that she cut after that uh interfering into that no what did she that? say um she kind of she's like like yeah most people are gonna say that you know we look alike but i'm just you know rebelling against what society wanted me to be and it's always been a struggle, but you you know I push through and I'm here and um you know it was a very you know nice. I am defining that I am the baby face in this thing even though I might not look like the typical baby face. Yeah, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look like your typical. And she did Correct. that very well. That's awesome. I didn't know that, so that's
0: great. But yeah, she's my face. I think she's going to have a great career. I could see her being in WrestleMania within a year, maybe if they bring her up, maybe two. Um, I, think she ha, I, I think she has. I think she has a potential for it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: so yeah, those are my two heels in a face.
1: Awesome. So in two heels in a face, we we you know Charlie's the the creator of the phrase that uh, uh, <laughs> wrestling is a buffet. Am I right or am I? I right? didn't. I did not create no? that face. Oh, okay. That phrase. No,
0: I I actually borrowed it. I continue to borrow it from MLW Radio. Oh, so really? MLW Radio, I believe, said that, and mm-hmm. once I heard it. Like that is the perfect comparison. Uh So that's kind of what we built this whole podcast around: is that that comparison and our appreciation for different things, and different aspects of wrestling. Uh, But yeah, no, I Mm -hmm. I did not create it. I I thought you did. did. No, (laughs) I always thought you did.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but continue. Um, Yeah. So you know, we do say that wrestling is a buffet. There's always something there for everybody. Some Mm -hmm. people, you know, are just gonna have a few things here and there. Other people are gonna pig out, as we will find out later down the road. (laughs) Um, But we're trying a new format. And uh, so we're going to run down the buffet line, right?
0: Yeah, we're walking down the buffet line. We're going to hit every spot. Mm -hmm. And along the way, when we're hitting those different spots. We're going to talk about different things.
1: Right. So let's jump into the salad bar.
0: Oh, the salad bar. Okay. So So the
1: salad bar Mm
0: -hmm. is about a little bit of lighter, friendlier, fresher topics, right? Yep. Everything that you use to describe a salad. Um, So I want to first talk about... That I had the pleasure of being a guest on the podcast called Indie Pop, which is hosted by our friends Trina, the Marquis Mark, and Damien mm-hmm. Salty G. Mm-hmm. They host their own podcast called Last Mark Standing, but they invited me onto the show that they do for the New, NJ, New Age Insiders Network. So, New Age Insiders have their own podcast, then they have a podcast network. And underneath that network is a plethora of shows. One Mm -hmm. of those shows is called Indie Pop, which Damien and Trina host. Trina was off uh, due to a loss. She lost a dog. So uh, Mm -hmm. RIP to Trina's dog. And we're here for you if you need us, Trina. And then Damien invited me on to uh, kind of take her place. Mm -hmm. So we talked about that AEW homecoming show that we went to. Yeah. And actually a lot about it. And then Damien talked about some youtube videos that he saw uh it was just a really uh, those excuse me those youtube videos um were about an old i think shinsuke nakamura versus Zack saber jr match and right. not too long ago 2015 And i was
1: surprised he said uh he he was not a big fan of Zack savior right yeah no. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh so what caught me off by surprise like that he said that and because i know he's also i mean i don't know him or ever talked to him but I hear the podcast, uh, I interact with him a bit on Twitter. Yeah. But I know he's a in ring action guy. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, He and likes a lot of that's, the things. Sex uh, mm-hmm. Saber. that's what he brings to the table. A lot of in ring action. Like there's no it's and buts about it. Like he's just technical wrestler. Technical wizard.
0: It is, but there's I think there's different types of in ring. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Damian didn was was not a fan of him at first, but and I think that Zach Sabre Jr. does do this. He grows on people. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He grows on people. So that's what we talked about. So I just wanted to give a shout out to go listen to that. Um, it, it's the latest episode of Indie Pop on the New Age Insiders Network, and you'll hear me and Damien talking about AEW, about all the things we we break down the entire card and how there's so many different aspects on the card, like an Abyss, like an Zach Sabre Jr. and it was a really, really great conversation. So thanks to Damien for having me on again. Definitely check it out, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah.
1: Um, did you want to talk about... Uh, so, yeah. So I the, the thing I wanted to pick out here at the salad bar was... the um, um, So the rumors, right? Because I, I also don't know if it's a for sure thing or where right. they are in the deal process. But I heard uh, the relationship between WWE and ROH... How that was turning out to be, right? Initially, it's like, oh, WWE wants to buy out ROH. And um, right. everybody made an uproar. It's like, oh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing or whatnot. But the last I saw it was that it, WWE was not trying to buy out ROH. They just wanted to kind of invite ROH over to the network so then they could start building uh, tiers of network subscriptions, okay. right? So if we're paying nine ninety nine for what we get right now, if they start bringing in other indie promotions, they can charge fifteen for that type of tier, that that tier of subscription level or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um. So so that's that's where I the last I heard. Um, but even if that's the case, what what are your thoughts behind um, WWE trying to you know buy content from from these company these companies?
0: It makes sense with everything that they're doing over since they started NXT. It makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, I mean NXT was used as a developmental platform, but it's become something bigger than that. It's become its own show. Then they branched off, and they're doing their own cruiserweight thing. Then they mm-hmm. went to United Kingdom okay. mm-hmm. and had a show there. They're, I think the main goal here is global domination. Honestly. Yeah. The main goal is global domination. They're almost creating their own indies or indie circuit, or they have they're trying to have their hand in every single match that's going on, and I don't blame them. I think from it's a business mastermind diabolical strategy, but hey, that's Vince McMahon, and that's why we love him and hate him. So this, to me... I'll write him down for the next heel. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He would have been a good one. He would have been a good one. Uh, this, to me, if they layer in indie content in WWE Network, and Ring of Honor can benefit from that.
1: I mean, because a lot of indie promotions have their and like their subscription well i yeah. don't know if a lot but i, I know a handful that it yeah. that do their you know online streaming service and you know i'm shelling out my 5.99 or whatever it is a month so i could watch um aw or there's the you know other subscriptions out there um what's the one that we we're talking about previous previously um high spots has their own high spots yeah uh subscription. So, if all of these start plugging at, you know, you know, getting plugged into the WWE network and if that means I'm going to pay, you know, twenty ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine whatever it is, and I'm going to get all of these things, like, I'll be down for it. I don't know what that does to, at a bigger scale, like, I'm sure it impacts something within the indie promotions and everything. Um, I don't know if it's a positive or a negative, but for my selfish reasons of consuming, I think it'll be great.
0: Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think it would be cannibalizing some of these smaller promotions, mm-hmm. right? They would almost just be absorbed into WWE because you could just watch it from the comfort of your home on the WWE Network. Some people would still want to maybe go to the live show, well, but yeah, it would be less. And, and not-
1: I'm fine with them being, you know, six, like, even if it's like six months old, like, because this is targeted towards fans like you and I that go to indie shows yeah. or are yeah, hardcore is. fans mm-hmm. and even if I have that li- if they told me I am I was going to have that library for you know AEW you know even if it was like three to four months you know back or you know meaning I don't have the last three to six months of, of current content yeah. and it was just older content I would still go for it like, yep. you know so if that's targeted to us I think that makes sense
0: yeah no it, 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 it makes it's like you said, mm-hmm. from a consumer standpoint, it's amazing, and because we have the best of both worlds in the same spot now, yeah. So it's easier for us. But from I would be scared if I was if ROH was cool, the owners were cool with that, mm-hmm. and they wanted to do that. Then good for them. If I was, let's say I'm another company similar to ROH or on that same playing field or tier, like I would be scared. I think because, and I didn't want to. I didn't. I wanted to create my own entity. Like mm-hmm. I would be scared because I think that all the all of my all of ROH's efforts now will just be funneling up to WWE. Right,
1: you'll be working for let's say royalties versus your actual you yeah. know, take that you would that you would get if it was your own thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree, and then your future is kind of been now in their hands to some mm-hmm. extent. Um, but you know, depending on what what's written on the contract. But I think from a consumer standpoint, it's awesome. From a every other wrestling promotion company other than WWE standpoint, it's shit. They're going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's what it feels like to me.
1: So let's hope they don't set the world on fire. Talking about fire. Oh, yes. Oh. The big red machine, Kane, is
0: preparing for the future. Right. A lot of people want to do different things, right? Peyton Manning, to prepare for the future, bought a bunch of Papa John
1: stores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rhino... Actually, was running
1: for office. Right, didn't was unsuccessful. But he was successful in his run and won the tag team titles. He did, he did <laughs> in his run
0: from one ring post to the other in that gore. Exactly. To win the tag team titles. But Kane is also thinking about the future now. He's old man. He's been around. He's been a consistent high player and performer for WWE. He wants to be the mayor, I believe, of Knoxville, Tennessee. Was it? Uh, you might, yeah. yeah, Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee. Kane is going to run uh, and be to try to be their mayor. So, congrats to Kane. Congrats to Big Glenn Jacobs for doing that. I wish him. Although I I don't believe in luck. I believe you make mm-hmm. your own luck. I'm going. Okay, I'm going to wish. <laughs> <laughs> is that what <laughs> he
1: said? Uh, luck is for losers. Is that what he used to say? Uh, I think so. I, I might be misquoting that, but okay. it was a a luck thing. Like he has a luck quote that I. Ooh. It's like. I don't need luck. I got skill type of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That was um, kind of, this is a heelish move. by him, <laughs> Maybe. Um, but
0: good for him. And I wish him the best. And also I have a campaign slogan for Cain for Kane. For Kane. Do right, You want to hear it? Go for it. I think the campaign slogan should be, it's gotta be Kane. Do you know it's what that's gonna...
1: from? No, I don't. So,
0: <laughs> it's not a, it's not a hu- hugely popular term. But, my friend Sean and I, we always laugh at when Kane debuted at the Bad Blood pay-per-view. I think it was Bad Blood oh, 97. Oh,
1: was it? Was, he, mm-hmm. he, ripped, he
0: ripped the cell door off. And Michael Cole's Michael Cole's line that he kept mm-hmm. repeating
1: was, It's gotta be Kane! It's gotta, be Kane. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. gotta <laughs> be Kane! Right, because this was when he was debuting, right? Like, there was talks about like The Undertaker having a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There's talks about and it. And it. it's like... Just like well, with Ruby that we watched, uh, Heidi, right? Like they they act like nobody knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Commentators didn't even acknowledge her name because they don't know who she is yet. Exactly. Um, it was that same scenario with Kane. Yeah, I remember this now. So mm-hmm. I think that's gotta be Kane. Yeah, <laughs> you put
0: Glenn Jacob Glenn Jacobs. You know, twenty seventeen or eighteen or mm-hmm. whenever this happens, it's and then under it, it's gotta so, be Kane.
1: So if he win, wins office, right? I really want his office to have a cane mask just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You got the mask holders, bro. I see your you right. mask yeah. behind you. You got the yeah. mask holders for it? Give
0: him one of those. But I would also want to give a challenge to our listeners out there. Come up with your own cane running for mayor slogan. Tweet us at two heels. That's the number two. Two heels and a face. Your cane slogan. And... You know, we'll compare it to mine and mm-hmm. we'll have a good laugh and we'll maybe we'll even then round you know, wrangle up all the good slogans and send them to Kane himself and maybe yeah. we'll use one. So please tweet us that. It's a challenge for you to be creative and think of something. It's gotta be Kane.
1: All right, Charlie. Let's move on to the hot plate. The hot plate. What what's hot? Tell me what's hot. Um, so yesterday's show was extremely hot. Yeah, the freelance um, show.
0: Tell me about that. Yeah,
1: freelance wrestling at the Logan Square. Uh, it was. It was. Um, I, I, honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't know what to expect. Okay. Um, I knew a few names on the card, mm-hmm. um, but did not know um, how it was gonna play out. I know it's the first time that they did this show at Logan Square. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. They're okay. normally at the Bottle Lounge. Yeah. Uh, but this time, so I, I, I got there. Um, we waited in line for a few minutes. It gave me some time to sober up since I was pre gaming a little <laughs> bit prior. Prior two, Nice. To. nice. Uh, yeah, we, we got in. Um, you know, we were able to get a good good spot. We had uh, GA tickets. Um, I actually got to talk a little bit with uh, Beta Scott. Who's that? Right there. Oh. oh. So I have a... I, bought I a... see her. Yes, there's a picture of her on the wall. <laughs> yes. You made it sound creepy, bro. Like, I have a it's... lot of... <laughs> right. Chris has a lot of autographs
0: signed pictures the wrestlers are doing wrestling poses and they look cool they're not right.
1: anything. Anyway. yes <laughs> so um yeah beta scott made it to the wall uh i bought a, a 8x10 did you buy that yesterday the yeah one i'm looking at yeah. oh yeah that's the one i got it's yesterday. new if
0: you get a frame ready for it too yeah i had really a couple extra okay. i bought
1: them in bulk as you can see there's many of them it My makes God. sense kurt
0: angle dudley's ddp's on the wall um, oh, yeah
1: so yeah anyway to go back to the show um mm-hmm. the n-words were right behind us okay um, and I didn't know um, one of them was injured until it was time for their match uh, they were supposed to defend the titles okay uh, but they instead made a um, I think it was a four team uh, four team tag match uh, for the number one contenders okay uh, because they couldn't compete uh, but so I'm watching the show throughout the whole night and I had, the N-words are right behind me uh, always making like funny comments at all the <laughs> like like Things like they're commentating on the match, right? You know, they're just having a good time back there, and we're laughing and you know high fiving and everything. Um, but overall, the, the show was great. Um, I just talked a little bit about the that Sugar D moment at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he had a great match. Um, Cage. So I had seen Cage, Matt Cage, before, and I talked a little bit about him before too. But I was completely blown away at the match that he had. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Okay. Um, I've always seen him in this like um, pre-show dark match, you know, at AEW or yeah. some, you know, some middle card matches. But yesterday he was at the main event and he brought his main event game. Did he? You know, yeah, okay. it was it was great. Uh, GPA is also a fan favorite. Um mm-hmm. uh, I've only seen him at freelance. Right. Uh, I've you know I don't know I haven't seen a, much of his work, but he took a beating, bro. Like. Like, he took a beating for like ninety eight point five percent of that match. Really, like, it was it was bad. Um, but he ended up you know winning the match. He kept his title. Um, what other good matches were out there? Um, I mean the the whole card like there was not a point you know where it was it was it was a steady you know bringing the crowd up to a level. Um, yeah. We did have a women's match with Veda Scott. I saw that. Yeah, um, and they brought in I think I'm. I'm I think the promotion is Rise, Rise Women's Rise okay. Wrestling or something. Yes, like that. yes, yes. Um, it was a title match. Um, it was pretty good as well. Um, I had a good time. I wouldn't mind going to you know being a regular, being from Chicago. Like yeah. just started jump you know jumping on the bandwagon of of freelance. Right? Yeah. Like I'm new to it, and um, I did not regret you know buying a ticket for the show.
0: That's awesome. It sounds like. Based off the footage that you put on with our Snapchat filter, with a Snapchat filter going, Mm -hmm. and you put on Twitter, it looked like there was a good women's match going on, and that's something that we, although we love AAW, it's something we talked about that we wish there was more of, like a women's Mm -hmm. division, or a strong women's division. So it sounds like they have the makings of that at Freelance, which is uh, a positive and something that you can check out if you don't find it at AAW Pro, or or maybe if you missed a, a Shimmer show. With a lot of good women's wrestling, if you like women's wrestling, it sounds like they got some going on at Freelance. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I completely agree, and I believe their next show is on the seventh, April seventh. They're back at the Bottom Lounge. Okay. So, um, if you want to have a wrestling weekend, it's the seventh and then the 8th, eighth. You could go to Rosemont and enjoy an AEW show.
0: Yeah, that that would be. <laughs> a whirlwind of good and stuff and then
1: you could just you know recover on Sunday yeah <laughs> Sundays are for, for but, recovery um, for sure like my favorite freelance wrestler or at least that I've only seen at freelance uh, it's been um, what's his name I just it's, uh, not, uh, it's uh, not I say Isaiah oh. <laughs> no no I say as Velasquez. Um, he was a, in in that um, Mustafa Ali show yeah he was it was GPA mm-hmm. it was him versus Mustafa it was a triple threat So Velasquez caught my attention, and yesterday I can't remember the name of his opponent, but he had also a great match. Okay. Um, So shout out to him. Really enjoy his work. Nice. uh, Yeah. So we'll we'll be going out to more freelance shows for sure. Yeah. Supporting Chicago
0: indie wrestling. So it was better than you expected. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Great. Also, what what uh, a hot plate that you could take from the buffet right now. I. We would be remiss if we just didn't mention WrestleMania and (laughs) and NXT TakeOver Orlando. Um, So I'm just going to give two things that I'm really looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Two things I'm really looking forward to is Heidi's debut, like we've talked about. I'm really looking forward to that tag team match. The
1: the, the Revival, revival, DIY,
0: and... The AOP. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of of acronyms or abbreviations, but... Uh, Really, look, I think that match is going to be.
1: So let's focus on that match for a little bit. Just because Chomp and Gargano are AEW boys. Yep. Um, Huge fan. Do you think they take the titles?
0: I I know the revival won't win. I don't believe the revival. I feel the revival
1: gets called up, right? After this? This is their their going away?
0: I think so. This is their going away. I. No, I think that. I think that the authors of Pain retain, to be honest. They retain. They retain. Yeah, um, you mentioned earlier that they could do a split up DIY story for another that could probably last a good year. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I I don't want it to see it anytime no, soon. Correct. But uh, we, when we were watching NXT, um, you know, a few minutes ago or whatnot, I told you whenever Ciampa and Gargano break up, like that's a at least a year of storytelling. Yep. Leading to a, a mania match. Like oh, yeah. I, I mean, that would be ideal for me, right? Like. I would wherever that Wrestlemania would, or that NXT card would be held at like we need to fly and make that show
0: <laughs> I completely agree I completely agree we need to do more
1: mm-hmm.
0: long term traveling for wrestling too that'd be fun uh, larger traveling um, I I just I don't know it just doesn't seem like the right time I feel like the mm-hmm. I'm not I feel like DIY DIY if has
1: future though like.
0: yeah if they're gonna win it back they would also probably just do it in a match with Authors of Pain themselves i yeah, feel that okay. would, i feel that would be much more intimate and then much more grat- grat- gratifying baby face one
1: but this could also mean you know already uh diy kind of already beat uh the revival so the revival could take another pin that way the they don't the um aop yes yeah um that way they don't take the pin and yeah. they still lose the titles
0: that's true they could steal uh diy could pin revival and then not have have to pin authors of pain that's true i i I just want my boys with a title (laughs) i know bro i (laughs) makes it feel like i win
1: the title when they win it i know
0: yeah no i'm not i'm not feeling it but from my mark my mark my smarky side isn't feeling it but my marky side says Mm -hmm. yes um but i'm looking forward to that especially also I think, I just think, um, speaking of Wrestlemania, I think that two really good, WWE can miss on a lot of stuff and a lot of storytelling, and and, you know, there's a million podcasts out there that will give them shit for it. But two things that they've really hit on has been the Wyatt storyline with Randy, Mm -hmm. and the uh, Jericho storyline. Yeah. So, I'm really looking forward to those those two matches especially, and probably Seth versus Trips, because they're the longest storylines on the card. Yeah so there For is sure. it's a culmination of so many weeks and so many twists and turns that have happened you know phys- a literal twist and mm-hmm. then physical twists. seth twisted his knee again yeah so it's 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 been a and their theme is a, the oh, what is their theme a thrill ride of emotions or the the best thrill ride or yeah. and the poster is a roller coaster mm-hmm. so i feel like those three storylines especially are have been a roller coaster ride of emotions really well done um, new and new and interesting things that WWE doesn't do very often, like the burning of a house, right on mm-hmm. screen. Um, so it's—I wouldn't put it past them to do that, but it's different, right? Yeah. And so I, I'm really looking forward to the culmination of those three matches in particular, and I hope that after they're done, you know, I'm sitting wherever we watch it in your mm-hmm. living room or whatever, or in the room next to us because mm-hmm. I'll be here, and I'm satisfied
1: with the overall. Ending. So what's your? Um, what will be your? Main event. If you were booking Mania, like, do you put Randy and Bray, or do you put uh, Lesnar and uh, Goldberg? Because I'm assuming that's gonna be the last two, right? Yeah. Or do you think they're gonna do? It's gonna be within the last three, and then there'll be one in the middle that's like a palate cleanser. There might
0: be. It it might be smart. I think that I think that if I. If I was booking it as a fan Mm -hmm. and it and it didn't have and there was no I guess monetary value tied to the main event, which there might not be because everyone's already there to see those matches. I'm not sure if people really care what order they're in, but if I was booking it as a fan with no business interests in mind, I would put Bray and Randy last. Right, it's a longer storyline. It's going to be a longer match than the Brock versus Goldberg match.
1: And if you want to sprinkle some more stuff into it, is the actual older title, right? Exactly. Yeah, the exactly. one that is not. I mean, I know they they're trying to do the universal and give it more credibility and give it history, but like really, the title with the history right now, it's the 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 SmackDown title. It's the SmackDown title. Yeah, I would think
0: that. I know they're trying. Yeah, you're right. They're trying to make them on the same playing field, mm-hmm. but I feel like that one has the mean the most in it. I feel that the main event has to be a long singles match with a lot of storytelling in it. It has to be your top belt in any promotion, any show ever. I mm-hmm. feel like that shouldn't change, unless there is a, a, you know, a promotion out there that starts doing different things. But I feel like that's the formula, and that's what they should go with.
1: So that's what I would do. We we, we started talking about this, the the hot plate and what's what's hot right now and yeah. all this stuff. Um, you know, it seems like we're picking out on Mania here um so you know oh, our right. plate is full and we keep consuming <laughs> more and more but uh let me take it a step further and say um you know let's, let's just run through champions right after mania who are the, the standing champions oh so this is we're going you know, back to for like our third plate of the hot, uh-huh, plate, yeah, the hot yeah, stuff we're, right now right mm-hmm. we're, we're really picking
0: out at mania so i think i think the club retains this is just off the top of my head like, yeah, yeah not yeah. a lot of thinking i think the club retains i think that i think that Bailey retains, I think that Aries becomes cruiserweight champ.
1: Okay, well you think. What else um, is there? Yeah,
0: continue, pick up for me. me.
1: Yeah, so for me, I think Enzo and Big Kenes take the titles. Okay. Um, in the women's raw title, I think um, naya is gonna walk out with the title. Whoa. Yeah, wow. like I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm. This is just what I think is gonna happen, okay. not what I want to happen
0: yes um, yes
1: because ideally i wanted a bailey to win the first title like her first title should have been at mania yep and fucking fireworks and whatever you want to throw out there yep. like huge celebration big you know wavy balloon man or yep. whatever floating inflatable uh-huh. or something mm-hmm. um but yeah i think naya walks out with the title that's bold um, bro and i don't even have her on my fantasy you know i so, got her on so. my <laughs> fantasy team bro first yeah. place by the way yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with uh, Austin Aries taking it, yeah. taking it from Neville. Uh, on the SmackDown side, um, the Usos just won the title, so I don't see them dropping it right away.
0: Yeah, I would. I think Usos is a safe bet. I think Owens over Jericho is a safe bet. I yeah. think that Corbin over Dean is a safe bet for the
1: IC title. This will be Corbin's first title run, right? Yeah. But, you know, he's got uh, that
0: rocket strip to his yeah. back.
1: And then uh, the United States title, right? Yeah, that's
0: Owens, Owens over Owens, Jericho. Owens over
1: Jericho, which, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think Owens wins. Um, what's the... Then the Universal, um, uh, it's pretty obvious that Brock wins it. Yeah. Right? Do you think there's a Finn interference somewhere? Or do we see Finn next next night? Next night. Yeah, I think it's sure. next night. Mm-hmm. Um and then you have Randy and Wyatt, right?
0: The right well, thing would, would to do would be to have Bray win. Yeah, that's my opinion.
1: I agree. Cool. Yeah, man, All I'm right. full. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to uh, save some space. We got dessert next. All right. <laughs> what do? We, oh,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm prepping dessert now. Mm-hmm. Looking at the show notes here, I'm prepping a little bit of dessert. So, dessert is a guilty pleasure for many people. Correct. My guilty pleasure in wrestling is online on youtube i like watching creator wrestler royal rumble videos that people make Uh uh-huh so let me explain how this works okay or then the the abbreviation is Caw c-a-w so if you see Caw, it's creator wrestler that happens
1: it's not a bird call
0: it's just yeah it's like a Caw. (laughs) right i'll get into these youtube rabbit holes where i'll just watch a bunch of videos before i go to bed and i tell myself i don't want to but it it happens Lack of (laughs) self-control i guess Uh you could say and so I'm, I'm watching, I'll, I'll just, I'll stumble upon one because I'm watching like another wrestling video, mm-hmm. maybe some WCPW stuff or something like that, I would say good stuff. And the, the person who made this video is playing a game, let's say the latest 2K or whatever, mm-hmm. and they take the, they create a wrestler and the creator wrestlers are all character, fictional characters in other platforms, or mediums, or shows, or comic mm-hmm. books, are superheroes, they're the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which a movie just came out, I think, mm-hmm. um, they're all these different types of people, and they put them into this Royal Rumble, so you got, you know, you got Ronald McDonald coming in, he's your first participant, followed by Spider-Man, and then they duke it out, and then it's just super interesting and weird to see all these, and some of the creator wrestlers are really, really good and detailed, and uh-huh. some of them are shit, mm-hmm. but it's fun, it adds to it, it makes it funny, and they have, like, tournaments and stuff like that, so people, that's my guilty pleasure, you know, it's very nerdy, and um, I'm, but I, I enjoy video games, I enjoy wrestling, I enjoy superhero, like comic books and things like that, so it like, puts them all together in one nerd explosion. But
1: Bro, and, and, you know, creating a wrestler, right, like, uh, <laughs> we're talking about this uh, briefly, it's like, you get so into it, right, like, what well, part of it is like, making sure that your wrestler portrays your vision, like, this is who you want to be uh, going out to the ring or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the, the the hardest part, and like I've been creating wrestlers since like SmackDown one in the PS one I think it those was. those games were good. Was it
0: the Was it the Just Bring It one with the Rock on it?
1: Well, I think that was yeah SmackDown. Yeah. Just Bring It was the first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then SmackDown two. I remember SmackDown two because the loading in the games. Like, do you remember like how much loading? Like I don't know if you've ever played those but um I know there was the one with Brock called Here Comes the Pain which is really good too that I did not play that okay. one okay um but like you would if it was a street fight like you would drag your opponent like into backstage yeah and you would get a big loading yeah <laughs> I remember that the game was like. <laughs> yeah so um but yeah like so I the, the crucial part for me was getting the moveset right right so um and, and I'll put it out there uh, a friend of mine uh, you know back in grade school we still talk uh we for so I can't remember why and I'll probably reach out to him to see what the reason behind it was but we created Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera that was, those were our characters but we spent so much time on the <laughs> so moveset funny. I don't know yeah. why but like we spent so much time, them at that time <laughs> probably <laughs> we, we created the moveset so good like we we really enjoyed the moveset that we didn't even want to go back and fix, you know, and like, well, I don't, I don't think we you could rename them at that point. Okay. So you had to create a new wrestler. If you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we don't want to go through that. Let's just fucking like, I was Britney Spears. He was Christina Galera. Like let's tag team and let's, you know, do one offs and win <laughs> titles. And, um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those, those things that I, I can't, ex- I, there's no explanation for it, but I just know creating a wrestler takes time. It takes effort. Creativity, patience, patience, yeah. and it has to pay off. So once you have the right thing, you can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. I, I can just imagine Britney Spears doing a mo- a moon th- and I think and... you know this will be you know probably like the, the cherry on the fucking dessert here. But I I think her finishing maneuver was the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Did just, she
0: have the Braga Buster? Moves
1: no, I don't. I don't know. I remember okay. that, but uh, I just I think I ended up picking that move because it was is easiest to execute anywhere in the arena oh okay so it had to be like a, a fa- front facing standing anywhere type of move but yeah you know, or so right the the x factor was the was the move of choice the the finisher of britney spears that makes
0: sense uh, my creator wrestler memories come from wwe or excuse me at the time it was wwf no mercy for the Nintendo 64. Oh, Nintendo,
1: I never had 64. Bro, that is
0: the best wrestling game of all That's time. That's what I, yeah, Very, yeah. I, I played no it mercy. a few times, but, um, oh my God, I'd have, I'd still have battles to this day with some mm-hmm. of my buddies, but I remember, to your point, spending so long in the moveset, mm-hmm. uh, And section. they
1: usually would be born, at least from what I know, like on a Friday night, because, you know, yeah. your friends will sleep over. Yeah. And like, you know, you'll spend all night, you know, building the character. You'll be so tired, and like, okay, let's play now. Yeah. You know I mean? After, after you just yes, after you just, and they would show you previews of
0: the moves as you're picking them. So you're watching your creator wrestler power bomb someone fifty times in a row to try to pick the right type or right. Because there's of fifteen powerbom. types so yeah, power bombs, <laughs> yeah. But that's how I learned all the what the moves are called. Yeah. So when Michael Cole says calls a what is it
1: a, Northern Light Suplex? Yeah, yeah, or he
0: calls. He calls something uh, the Michinoku drive a, uh-huh. a, a modified Blue Thunder Bomb, or the the Head Scissor Takedown. He calls it a uh-huh. hurricanrana. I want to slap him in the face because <laughs> I know that what the move is called because I watched my creator uh-huh. wrestler do it fifty times growing up, and that's he, interesting how you
1: know, like WWE put the hurricanrana on the as the move name, but you know commentators in WWE call it you know Head Scissor Takedown or. Well, or, Michael Cole's
0: calling it, calling it wrong. He just doesn't know. He just but yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. He's just mixing the moves up. He's just mixing the moves and the names. He needs to play some WDF No Mercy <laughs> and create himself. Actually, he is in that game, I think. But maybe is create a, Yeah, you can. Yeah, there's you can play as a bunch of random characters in that. You can play as like Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe and things like that. But learn the moves, Michael Cole is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Uh, but yeah, so that was the dessert. It was too sweet and so chris tell me next time you go up to the buffet table which might be mm-hmm. tomorrow might be tonight actually <laughs> right at, you know when you when you become hungry again what's what's on your plate next time what do you got coming up
1: so one of the things i want to get my hands on um it's more lucha underground right so now we have it on on netflix um <laughs> charlie's doing the lucha lucha the um, <laughs> points. right um but yeah, like I, so I've been pacing myself with Lucha Underground. I don't want to, you know, eat it all up in once. I don't want to pig out on Lucha Underground. Okay, uh, I want to pace myself because I'm preparing myself for the climax, which is the Ultima Lucha uh, for season one. You know, I want to get to that uh, Pentagon versus uh, Vampiro, mm-hmm. uh, and to me, that's one of the like in the early in the um, late you know latest years like i have not seen a match with that much storyline and that much of a payoff okay like i i got i get goosebumps every time i see it you know even if i see a highlight reel like or I'm on YouTube, you know, going down the dark hole, and I'm like, "Oh, Vampiro versus Pentagon." I know the outcome, I know the match by heart. Yeah. But I'll still watch it, right? So I'm I'm leading myself into that. Okay. Um, and I'll probably do a solo pod, you know, right after I watch it. Please that's, do. I'm sure everyone. I uh, would love that. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to, and I say solo pod, but if it matches up that we're here, you know, we'll do it together. Right, right, whatever. right, right. Um, so that's that's what I got next. Um, on my well, that's what I, I want next on my plate. Uh, some more Lucha Underground getting to that place um, I actually so it's Mania season mm-hmm. uh, so I do want to go back and I had an idea of like looking at the just main events of of WrestleManias okay watching matches okay um, and I don't know how far back you know I'll go mm-hmm. but I, I definitely want to like just go through like maybe one through ten like really back like I want to start from WrestleMania one to ten Um, and, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get to 33, that seems like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but it it will be the ideal to, to do that. I want to, I want to recap those, those moments. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm not old enough to be like, oh, I was around when WrestleMania won, you know, whatever. Um, but I remember I was like, I was probably like 10 years old Mm -hmm. and my dad showed up at the house with, uh, I don't know if you've ever saw the big box of WrestleMania's. So it was a a big box of VHS tapes. Okay. It was a, an official WWF product. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was $120 back in the day. So that was, you know, pretty chunk of change. Yeah. Um, one of my dad's buddies, like, oh look what I just bought, blah blah. And he was like, oh my son loves wrestling. Let me borrow it for the weekend. And I had no idea who, because I mean, I was a 10 years old. Yeah. I, Uh, my background was in in lucha libre and all that stuff and i was just starting the wwf thing so i didn't know who sergeant slaughter was or who andrew the giant was or whatever but i watched all of the fucking tapes that's awesome um and so i remember doing that and now i want to like being mania season uh you know having the podcast going like all these like wrestling thing things that are going around like I'm like, let me go back and, and really check out at least the main events of all those WrestleManias. So that's yeah. what I want on my plate.
0: Damn, that's that's a lot, and that's cool. I love that. It's relevant. Yeah. It's timely. I, I remember when I first got the network, I was watching the entire WrestleManias all the way through. Oh, yeah? Not, mm-hmm. not I didn't set, my, set it. How far did they go? I haven't tried. They go all the way to one. The Wrestle, one WrestleMania one. So I could
1: night. get this from the network then.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What you're at, what you're, uh, what's what I was your play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You could you could get that. So, I would say that the don't. I would say that your strategy is good with just in mm-hmm. the main events or big matches because some of those, just because it's an it's an older style of wrestling, some of those right. Matches and you are see the so, evolution of wrestling. Right. Itself, exactly. You know? Yeah. Some of those hard. Some of those matches are hard to get through. hmm They're just. They're. Yeah. They, they drag. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like like a junkyard dog versus a Harley race, I think at WrestleMania three, and it just ends abruptly. And it just some so some of those matches aren't great, but the main events, the the big ones, the Hogan versus Warrior, mm-hmm. you know, you got your you got your Warrior versus Macho, I think what was that seven maybe? Yeah, um, Hogan versus Andre. So like you're hitting those, then you're hitting you know yeah. all the things that you need to hit.
1: Yeah, and definitely. Even if it's a VHS, if they're still in VHS and they they sell that box, and I think it was WrestleMania one through fourteen, um, like even if I if I see that somewhere, like I would like to get my hands on it just for collection's sake. Yeah. Um, like you know, just just the memory of the box that I borrowed for a weekend. Yep. You know, and that's enough for me to be like, you know, I want that somewhere in here. It would um, be a
0: great add to this collection that I'm staring at right now. Do you? Did it come in a was the box kind of branded as WWE? Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, It was, uh, it was, it was. I remember it was like a silver box, okay. kind of, like um, a bin
0: almost or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh. And it had like the old school WWF uh, WrestleMania logo. You know nice. that thick font? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like that one. I yeah. like that logo. So it was branded. And it was, it was awesome. That's it, awesome. Yeah. Uh, really, what just is on my
0: plate is not as cool as yours, but I want to catch up on. Because I have a New Japan login. Oh, okay. I want to catch up on some New Japan matches that I heard are really good. Obviously, Meltzer loves them because he mm-hmm. loves everything that happens with New Japan. But an Osprey versus Elgin I heard was awesome. Really, really mm-hmm. good. And then also because, and we, Damien and I talked about this on that podcast that I mentioned earlier. There is so many, and we actually, before we started recording, we were talking about this, how things are so accessible. There are so many things accessible. So I want to. I want to check out some AEW shows I missed, and I want to check, you know, either you can download an mp4, or they're streaming, or on-demand services, no, and I kind of want to check out some other indie stuff, maybe some progress wrestling.
1: You know Britain. what needs to be on your plate? It's, uh, the Wrestling Diaries. Yes, Kokamena's Road Wrestling
0: Diaries. That'll probably be on my plate, too. And I have a Sting DVD. I want to watch <laughs> Sting
1: into the light, so... I should probably get to it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things on your plate. I don't know if you get to that to all of those, you know, by next time around, but Yeah, I'll chip away at it. Yeah. As you're
0: making steady progress,
1: right? Yeah. So
0: Perfect. so yeah, that's on my thanks for taking me through that buffet line. I um you know, I need to relieve myself, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: Do um, you uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we before we go?
1: Um no, I mean the side of uh any upcoming shows that you're attending that you want to look forward to aside of um aw's what is it epic
0: yeah aw's epic and rosemont and new rosemont. new venue i'm just really looking forward to that and seeing how that venue is how many people are in there i'm sure, i'm assuming it's going to be bigger the card looks a lot like the card that we saw at homecoming which is an awesome card just a different combination yeah. of matches
1: we have a few matches that have been released right mm-hmm. We have Panta versus AR Fox. Air Fox. And I, and I and I heard the they faced each other at LaSalle maybe two months ago. Yep. Um, and I heard that match was amazing. Like even AR Fox tweeted like it was one of his best matches ever. Who ended up winning so, that one? Um, I don't know. That's no. I might I don't even probably wanna know know because then they'll probably tell me who's gonna win the next one. Yeah, lottery. exactly. So, but I just know it's a really great match. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I, I don't know who Sammy's facing, but I know Phoenix is facing uh, Johnny Morrison yep. or Johnny Mundo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's all I know so far. There is ACH and Shane Strickland. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good, too. It's going
0: to bowl, uh, uh, again, just as super athletes yeah. And
1: that ring doing so stuff. This so this time, I'll just take my five-hour hour. Five hour energy drink and sip away at it like you did yeah it helps <laughs> man i tell you it, it,
0: after one of those those matches before intermission you need to pick me up you don't have to chug the five-hour energy just take a little sip uh-huh. of it and it almost it's it's like it's like you're sticking a stimulant needle in your yeah. arm or something like that just shoots you right back but yeah that i'm looking really looking forward to that i don't really have anything else more to say except for not to end on a really sad note but jr's wife passed away in a yeah, man, fatal car a accident it was a bummer so you know he's in our thoughts and prayers and he's we love jr mm-hmm. jim ross just a great guy and the best commentator of all time in my opinion at least so i'm uh, you know, very sorry for his loss so
1: yeah
0: hopefully it sounds like he's doing uh, he, i think he posted a tweet about how she was a organ donor and some of her yeah. organs are saving lives uh, his wife so he's being very very positive about it. it has to be an extremely hard thing to do so yeah for uh, sure and the fact that he's mm-hmm. still like
1: you know updating us fans yep. you know
0: like it really says a lot about his
1: character too
0: 100 percent. yeah character exactly mm-hmm. not not the character jim ross in wrestling no but, but his yes you know, his real character mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah the way he reacts to things when when nobody's watching so that's how that's how i would define character but strong guy send him your love on twitter and also send us, uh, send us your your to do list or what's on your plate next for for wrestling. We want to hear what you're watching in the future, what you want to watch. You know, what's that one thing you've been trying to get a hold of that you just can't? Or uh, something you, maybe it's a DVD you're trying to buy out there or on eBay or something like that. And it's a show you really want to see. Please tweet mm-hmm. us and let us know. We're at Two Heels and a Face on Twitter. Um, and before we go any further,
1: mm-hmm. bro, let's talk about this buffet bracket. The Buffet Bracket. Let's do a Buffet Bracket update. We Jesus had, Christ. AEW took a loss. <laughs> AEW, the the Chicago indie scene battled it out. All right, number, Freelance versus AEW.
0: Yep, Freelance, number 13 seed Freelance versus number 8 seed AEW Pro. And Freelance got more love and support on Twitter. They ended up uh, being assigned the favorite. And it, it
1: wasn't like a, a super slope win, right? Like, Oh, it was, no. It was right to the it was a minute it was yeah it was maybe 10 votes which and and in the twitter sphere i mean it's it's like a point zero (laughs) five, right or something like that but i I don't know what the percentage is but it was a it was tough competition out there man yeah and they
0: they each got a lot this is the most votes we ever had on our our tweets uh, Mm -hmm. for the buffet bracket i think it was like 77 to 67 or something was the final so a lot of votes some some of our rounds are you know 10 or 15 votes a piece but they got a ton of votes um so think, you know it just shows the love for chicago uh the love and like you fans uh, have for you, know, you were the
1: one that were um that tweeted out through the uh, two heels in the face um twitter account where in reality the winners of this you know it's us chicago based fans yep that are able to you know indulge in 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 this uh buffet of wrestling that we we have here so mm-hmm. it's a great Just time agrees. to be
0: a fan yes especially when you live here <laughs> <laughs> um, so our final four are yeah so lucha underground topped nxt to make it in the final four so the freelance wrestling has a strong competitor on its hands mm-hmm. they, have, they need they need your support people and you need to rally behind them and vote for them on twitter so it's, it would be freelance versus lucha on the other side of the bracket it's Ring of Honor, who's being mentioned a lot in the news, like we said, versus New, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we got some Titans up there. Mm-hmm. WWE has been completely eliminated. Right. From the Buffet bracket. <laughs> unless
1: ROH, you know, becomes part of WWE. Oh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. But for now, it's on ROH's terms like Yes. You know, they're they're doing is what's getting them in the final four. hundred percent. Um, so uh, we'll be uh posting the um, the cast so you guys could vote. Yeah, and um, make sure you retweet or favorite your, your the promotion of, of choice and let us know what you think. If you know, and even if you think that you know, you thought that whatever other promotion should have been on the final four, we want to hear your opinion. Exactly, exactly. There was a lot.
0: If you look at the first round of the buffet bracket, a lot of indie promotions. Some in mm-hmm. Japan. There was Beyond Wrestling was in there. Right. CZW was in there. Um, so let us know your opinion. We just want to discuss and have a conversation, and Twitter is the platform to do that. So the votes for, the, excuse me, the tweets for voting will be, I'm looking at the calendar now. I'm not sure when this podcast will come out, but the tweets will be sent out on March 26th or mm-hmm. the 27th, so Sunday or Monday. So look for those, and then vote your to your little heart's content. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. All right, I think that wraps it up for for today's show. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: hope you enjoyed the the buffet line.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let, let us know what you think about that. Um, you know, we sat here for for a lot, lot, lot of a uh, lot of um, what do you want to call it? Many hours, not, not a lot. Hours. <laughs> many hours, <laughs> discussing this buffet line, and this is what we came up with. So let us know if we wasted our time or <laughs> or if you you know like this uh, rundown. So yeah, um, you can find charlie at chuck underscore colorado on twitter right you can find me at jp wrestling fan and you can listen to us so subscribe rate review do all that good Mm -hmm. you know stuff itunes and soundcloud that's right at two heels and a face number two heels and a face take care thanks